everyone. Welcome to Pigskin Pandemic featuring Kevin, Matt, and Ben. Just three of your everyday guys just giving their opinions on all the latest and upcoming NFL news. Things may get a little steamy or a little wild, but hey, it'll always be unscripted and real. Let's listen in and see what they have to say this week. Welcome to the Pigskin Pandemic. I'm your host, Kevin, and I have Matt and Ben with us this week. And we're going to, this week, we're going all full playoff mode. Like LeBron James said a couple years ago, we're going to activate playoff mode. And we're going to, and he proceeded to lose. Hopefully we don't lose. (laughs) Hopefully we don't lose in this show. (laughs) And then he proceeded to lose like, you know, six of ten. So we're going to dive right into it. I'm not even going to give any previews. Um, Matt, who do you think who for our playoff edition? Who is your pretender team wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, team wise, I mean, I'm, I guess, That's I guess fair. what I'll do is I'm going to avoid the NFC East altogether because I don't think that there's anyone who doesn't see that entire division as. A bunch of pretenders. Um, this is going to hurt, I'm sure, a lot of people over there on the on the Ooh. West Coast. But uh, my my biggest pretender this season is the Seattle Seahawks. I just don't see. Uh, I look. I, I I'm a, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I I and I, I'm a convert too. I I used to think that he deserved to fall in the draft. I thought that he was never going to be an efficient passer, and he's proven me wrong at every turn. He's he's proven that he's one of the top athletes in the league. His ability to connect yeah. with Lockett. And uh, Higby and uh, what's his name? Uh, Metcalf. He's, he's great. He's just a, he's a great pocket passer. He can scramble when he needs to, even though he's getting up there in quarterback years. Yeah. However, a franchise that can't steadily establish the run behind Chris Carson's repeated injuries, being unable to establish a set backup between uh, Carlos Hyde and Travis Homer. And then, of course, like not being able to defensively scheme. I mean, I- I'm surprised that somebody hasn't lost their job over it yet because even though that they're a leader over there in the West, y- you can't walk into the Green Bays or even the Pittsburgh, or even the, the Kansas Cities or the uh, New Orleans is another perfect example, a team with a stout defense and a really good offense. Ooh, you can't walk into a team like that. that you're right going to win only that's, playing that's one side of the ball. On point. I, and and I looked at their schedule. Thanks, man. Um, when a team got hot, it really couldn't. I mean, they beat the Dolphins, but they barely beat the Dolphins. They barely beat the Patriots. They barely beat the Patriots by five points. Um, Do they lost to the Giants? Yeah, when they when lost the, the Dolphins, when the, that was when, when the Dolphins didn't have the defense completely <laughs> together with both corners and all that too. So when the when the Cardinals when the Cardinals when the Cardinals were rip, when the Cardinals were red hot. They couldn't beat the Cardinals, but even look, um, even look, they the didn't. Giants. They didn't beat the Bills. They didn't beat the. They couldn't beat the. Nope, they couldn't beat the yeah, Giants. Look at the Giants. It's they, a perfect they, example, fact, right? Here's they couldn't. Here's score a Giants a touchdown team that can't score Giants. a touchdown, though. Yeah, like the Giants, mind you, right? <clears throat> right, and think about it. The Giants just came out of a game where they can't score a touchdown. So you're talking about a an ineffective offense with a with a functional defense versus a functional offense and an ineffective defense and you see how like defense really does win championships there's very few teams they that don't walk up they there don't to I that podium never, the Lombardi trophy, having it. gone I, in with the bottom here's, 16 here's defense and <laughs> they're I pretty bottom of the that. barrel over there in seattle um ever since marshawn lynch has left that team has gone continuously in the wrong direction when that defense that back, that back end secondary, when they got hurt and it left, they they never recovered. Um, when when Dan Quinn left, their defense was different. And Pete Carroll is a defensive guy. Now it's the only the only defense. caveat. The only caveat I want to throw into that, and I, I like I say, I think Matt, you're yeah. you're <laughs> on point with everything you said. But the only thing in just in looking at who they won, who they lost, how they won, how they lost, looking at the schedule, I don't know that I still don't think they're the best team in that division. Right. Now that division has gone through a lot. That division has gone through a lot of ups and downs. I mean, just two weeks ago, people were saying Los yeah, Angeles I mean, might be the best 
team in the NFC overall, maybe only to, to uh, New Orleans, you know, they might be better than Green Bay that, you know, they'd be right there in there. And of course, you know, they did what they did with the Jets, you know, in Arizona, we've talked about them before on the show, they peaked real hot, real fast. And, and then have just been mm-hmm. uh, a downward spiral since those, you know, Miami, New England, you know, since those losses, you know, they've just been just free falling, even when they, you know, managed to get a win, you know, with a hail Murray, you know, it's, it's just on a wing and a prayer, no pun intended. Um, and then San Francisco just, you know, has never been able to get out of their own way with, with injuries this year. So it's like, I don't know that they're not the best team still in that division, just, you know, all the way it all shakes out. Well, yeah, no one's, I don't think anyone's disputing that. I'm just talking about like as a playoff faker. Like, yeah, I don't, no, I, don't I, I wouldn't favor them against hardly any other team. New Orleans, let's say, or coming in and taking on, I mean, let's be honest here. Like if they, well, they've already lost to what they, the, the, the Eagles played them tight and the Giants beat them. So what happens if, if the, if they happen to roll the dice and let's, I mean, I know it's unlikely because of uh, where New Orleans sits, but um Let's say they, or and Green Bay as well, I think. But uh, let's say they happen to just magically walk in and they're facing an NFC East team. Do you, would if you were a better, would you want to put your money on that team beating a te- you know beating a team, the Eagles no, or the Giants or the, the Cowboys? East, or even the Red if you look at right the, now, the rest of the and you know likely playoff teams the 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 could, know, could the, you bet the, on that? You know, as flawed a team as Tampa Bay is, you know, you, you look at that. You know, the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and I don't even like Tampa Bay, and I think they're very flawed. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay going with Seattle, I'd probably have to pick Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, again, you, you have and, to – And honestly, I'm just not going to bet against okay in the playoffs the is, the is, you know, what it comes down to in a lot of ways, too, is I feel like, you know, he's going to find Tampa a way Bay's just to pretty turn pretty that right. on at least for a game or two. And, and, and... <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Um yeah, He's that's a good one. Um, Seahawks. I, I believe – I look, I agree with, C- with Seattle. Yeah. All right. Thank um, you. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I, do. I agree with them. Yep. Yeah, that's my uh, – that's who I think I think is. my pretender going over to the AFC side just to, to keep it spicy. Um, I, I'd probably say Pittsburgh. Um, and that's weird to say for a team that's 11-3, and three, but – you know, when you look at the way the wins came and who they came against and how they came and, and you know, some of the ways they squeaked out wins against, you know, bad teams like a Ben DiNucci-led Dallas Cowboys and, you know, things like that and the way that they've just been – they've just been imploding recently. Well, <laughs> indeed. Um, you know, just, you know they, they've just been they've, – they've been imploding and they've been imploding on national TV <laughs> – it feels like for the last three weeks between the, the Thanksgiving nonsense and the, you know, then they had another game in prime time the following week because of it and you know, all that kind of stuff. It just feels like they're just, and not only just on the field, then you got the off field nonsense with Juju. And, and, and honestly, I, you know, I, I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I kind of feel like where they are most vulnerable and where they, where they really are, showing that they're not a real team, especially not a real Pittsburgh team is that not even ignoring the fact that they have, you know, no running game, but their wide receivers are soft. Their wide receivers are not that usual Pittsburgh Steeler mentality. Even, even Antonio Brown, when he was there, that dude was fearless going over the middle, sometimes to his own detriment. Like you see, you know, guys like, you know, Juju, the way he got blown up, in that Cincinnati game. And, and I think it did come from some of that off field stuff where the, I, I think it's nonsense. That he's doing that TikTok dancing on everyone's logo in the middle of the field at the beginning of every game. Like you are just asking to have someone try and take yeah. you out. I mean, and especially in a division game, like that's, that's, it's just ridiculous. Um, and, and the rest of the, the rest of the wide receivers talented as they are, you know, Deontay Johnson seems to have, have absolutely That's just you know, stupid to begin with. Got the yips and the drops that he just, you know, he looks at his own hands when he drops it. He's like, what are you guys doing to me? Um, and, and, you know, Claypool's fantastic. 
Yeah, he's he's the one guy, but he's also he's a rookie, and yeah, he's showing his you know rookie guy you know liabilities in there sometimes like, as far you as you're really not totally being clean in his route running and not totally you know making the veteran savvy moves of where he can identify to you know sit down in the zone and things like that. They did a really good job of breaking it down in the Cincinnati game and the game before that. Uh, I can't remember who was on the call before that, but they actually did a really nice job with the broadcast of talking about a lot of those things. And I think Claypool is going to be a fantastic wide receiver. Uh, that you know Pittsburgh's managed to do it again is find a gem, um, but he doesn't. You know he's not 100 there yet. He's not you know an elite wide receiver right now. Uh, certainly not enough to carry it. So I, I would say Pittsburgh is going to be my pretender and kind of to the same thing as we were just talking about with Seattle. If you just stack up Pittsburgh against any of the teams in the AFC that's likely to be there, you know Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, Indianapolis, Cleveland, Tennessee, you know any of those teams, would you would you pick Pittsburgh? I'd pick him at all. I'd pick him over. I'd pick him over Cleveland. I wouldn't. I would. No, but I think I think part of it. I see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think part of it. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't not disagree me. with Russell about his assessment, but I, I wonder how much of it is actually done. <laughs> it is. You, I mean, it, it, this is not like a, you. a let's trash Ben Roethlisberger moment. But my right, right, right. Yeah, not, not you. Uh, this this is not a like a, it's not a trash Roethlisberger moment. But like my thought is like guy's 38 39 years old i mean like let's be honest he's he's a clunky quarterback he's a pure pocket passer he needs to be able to have time back there to throw the ball he's had elbow problems in his career like and and now we're getting later in the year in the cold he's older like i just wonder how much of that is affecting the zip on the ball affecting him like the comfort being comfortable in the drops like all that stuff like he aches i guarantee you he aches more i guarantee you that he's you know late this late in the season the hits he's taken and things that's all taking a toll on it. And maybe that's making those connections to the receivers, uh, you yeah. know, because like, let's be no, honest here. Yeah. It wasn't the receivers in that game against Cincinnati. Yeah. I watched that game. That was Ben Roethlisberger. Those were unforced errors. That was, those were bad throws. They were poor timing. Um, I, I can't say too much about the routes. Cause I mean, receivers tend to freestyle quite a bit. And unless I'm like listening to the plays, I have no idea what's really going on. But in reality, like that, that departure from a you know a a formerly undefeated team this season to a team that and lost not to the Bengals to the Bengals in their best form not to the Bengals with Joe and Burrow that, that maybe and needs Joe to be uh, and like you know, to the Bengals with Ryan Finley and Giovanni Bernard right, right. you know back there I mean that's that's just you you're you're dead on and honestly I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it I didn't think about necessarily the the age factor and the wearing is the, cause right. he's done such a good job this season of getting rid of the ball early. And so much has been made out of that, that he was, you know, playing much more like Drew Brees than old Ben Roethlisberger. But I wonder if you're right about the, you know, right. the, the right age, you know, cold, taking some you know? zip off the ball and, and, you know, just, yeah, kind of get banger. And honestly, he's a guy who's not like it. He's, he's treated his body as a temple. The elbow you know, not, issues, not, you know, like, <laughs> Oh my God. Well said. <laughs> No, he rides a motorcycle without a helmet. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. I, listen, I, if you ride a motorcycle, I don't care who you are. If you ride a motorcycle without a helmet, you're a moron. Oh, yeah. You deserve to have your brains yeah. and your genetic code spread Get, across the highway. Uh, instead of stolen to me. another female. All right, so God forbid go we see another generation of idiots without um, helmets on motorcycles. And for a couple other reasons. Number one, um, they're offensive line and defensive line so their offensive yep. line win block percentage is in the bottom five their defensive line win block percentage is or their pass rush win pass rush win percentage is bottom five you cannot win anything when you are bottom five and those and your defensive and offensive line and when you look at their schedule, it shows. When you look at the teams that they've won, it shows. It shows big time. Because when you start stacking up, now their one quality win really was against the, the Tennessee Titans. That was their one quality win. Now you got the Ravens, who I really think that, you know, the Steelers, that's their Achilles heel. So they'll always sweep the Ravens. And I really believe that, you know, the Steelers as a whole have a stranglehold on the AFC North because teams Definitely. just can't, they just, they're just afraid of them. 
And yeah, there's definitely a big brother, little brother mentality. Even even when the other teams are good, even when Baltimore was so good last year and Pittsburgh was so bad, it's still they still had a tough time. Unless you're playing Steelers. a confident, bigger time with yeah. them. And yeah. outside of that, I don't see anybody on this before they started their losing streak. I don't see anybody of a quality win. No one. They played the Giants, the Broncos, the Texans, the Eagles, the Cowboys. Who, I mean, who? who yeah, I mean, listen, you, like, they had a soft schedule. They had a soft, soft schedule. But then when they got into teams that, that kind of um, exposed their offensive, offensive and defensive lines, the Bills, the football team, and now yeah. I guess the Bengals, when they got exposed, now I mean, you that, see... They, they, the Bengals' defensive line was winning those matchups, and that's not a great defensive line either. Right. And now you see it may not be just Ben getting old. It's just that offensive line is not holding up, which means they can't run the football, which means James Conner looks bad. They can't win up front which means T.J. Watt and who else? Nobody else. <clears throat> yeah, nobody else because everyone's hurt. That's the other thing. You, you can clearly see T.J. Watt got all the pub. And, and you know, I, I, all I heard was, you know, defensive MVP. He's right there with Aaron Donald and all that kind of nonsense through that winning streak. And then as soon as you lose um, – oh, I just blanked on his name. The guy they lost um, <laughs> a couple weeks back. The linebacker? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Bud Dupree? Not Bud Dupree. Thank you. Yeah, and I was gonna say not the one. Yeah, Bud Dupree is a monster. Yeah, like you know, once they lost him, all of a sudden T.J. Watt disappeared. So I, you know, I think T.J. Watt was a little bit of a uh, a product of being on a very good defense and getting to benefit from you know a lot of you know singles and and you know those type of things. So they they were uh, they were a good group together but you know did not have the the horses to ride without everybody in but there, even so. still even still yeah. you've been you you've seen where a, a defensive end or a defensive tackle who is pretty who needs that that commands a double team will free up mm-hmm. or if you need a double team then that frees up somebody else for single coverage and if you can't win your one-on-one battles then you know you're just a mediocre defensive line or your defensive lineman and T.J. Watt is a monster, and he commands a double team, and he nobody else on the defensive line can win their battles. So, and which causes the back end that secondary, who I mean, their secondary is mediocre. They get exposed. One thing that you know, and and I'll say this: the one reason why the Eagles back end is not getting exposed as much is because the Eagles front seven or that front four is now really playing really good football. So you can't, you you don't have time to pass. So that's why, like I say, it kind of, it kind of is the opposite on some teams. Like for example, when you look at Miami and you look at new England, their back end is really good. So their front end, even though they may not have the studs on the front end, their front end can get home because their back end is just so good. Yeah, yeah, you can get covered sacks. In kind of Pittsburgh, thing. your front end has to be dope or because your back end is really not all that great. So when it comes to playing the Bills and the Chiefs and some of those teams that are just passing, passing, passing teams – if you can't get home, you're going to be one and done. And they have. And it's interesting because that Pittsburgh team has a lot of money and and draft capital investment in that back end. They do. Know, they, they traded the big trade with Fitzpatrick for Miami. They signed Joe Hayden to a very sizable deal. They uh, Mike Hilton's on a decent sized deal. You know, they, they've got guys back there that are getting paid well. But the reason, but when you look uh, at their, when you go across the field. And you look at their back end, they got nothing but gamblers on their team. But the gamblers can win if your front end gets home. If your front end gets to that quarterback, your gamblers now don't look like gamblers. They look like pro bowlers. But if if your front end can't get home, your gamblers can't really gamble and do what they want to do. Because for me, if if I'm playing cornerback, I gamble because 
the quarterback gets the ball out faster than they want to. Now I can gamble. They can't pump me because they don't have time to pump. They can't look me off because they don't have time to do that. So now me as a gambler, I can now kind of like do what I want in freelance because the quarterback has to rush their throws. They can't, they don't have time to step up in the pocket. They don't have time to do the things to make me look silly. But the front end can't get home. So now all of that, all of that talent goes away. And now you really have to play the man. You get destroyed. And coming up, they have the Colts coming up. Yep. <laughs> Which the Colts have one of the better offensive line. So now they get tested their last four games of the season. They get really tested and they're going to go limp into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it, it's entirely possible. It's not probable necessarily, but it's entirely possible that this Pittsburgh team could go from being, you know, a, a, a stone's throw away from taking the number one seed that people were talking about to being a wild card team and losing the division to Cleveland. Right, because they got Cleveland and the Colts coming up. Yep. And they could, and they could, the way the Browns are playing, the swag that they have right now. But again, it's the it's Steelers. And the and the Browns will motor along, motor along, motor along. And then they get into playing the division and then they clam up. So are they're not really pretenders, so to speak. They're kind of like chugging along, trying to get their footing. So I wouldn't put the Browns there yet, but the Steelers definitely are pretenders. Baltimore is a close second because people have now keyed in on 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 um, Lamar Jackson and yeah. I don't know anymore about them, but for sure Pittsburgh. So <laughs> this is what we we're going to consider this as the idiot corner, and I'm sorry, but there are some idiots in the National Football League, and they do idiotic things. And it just you scratch your head and you just go, why did you just do that? What point did you have? What what reason did you have to do that? That right there, what you did. And I'll start off with one Dwayne Haskins. Now, Dwayne Haskins, who basically was taken from starter and moved all the way down the third string in one day, decides. I'm, well, was didn't decide, but was now promoted back up to starter and is supposed to start on Sunday. And he set based on, based injury, on injury. And he decides to celebrate he was going to go to a strip club. And I guess this is the athlete's choice of celebration or choice of place to go because we see it in the NBA – we don't really see it in the NHL. They don't talk about trip clubs like that. <laughs> but in – and I know they have them in Canada. It's not like naked women I know to they say have that, it in Canada. And I know that they have it – you know, Major League Baseball players, I know they go to. But in the NBA and the NFL, the choice of celebration is the strip club. And not to, de- not to get derailed and not to go off track, but James Harden, you know, he went and celebrated. He went to the strip club. And now he got fined 50 grand. So – he got stripped of his captain C on his chest, which I never thought he was a captain to begin with. But somebody made. Well, I was going to say so, somebody so can we, made him captain. Can we pause for a moment and talk about the saga of Dwayne Haskins <laughs> and how garbage it is. Like, so I, ignoring ignoring how bad he was coming out, and 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 the fact that he got immediately replaced a year later by a new staff and a new you know a journeyman quarterback in Kyle Allen, and then bringing back you know a guy who he didn't know if he could even walk and. Alex Smith and all of that, ignoring all that, he was a healthy scratch in a game this yes. year. So after he lost his starting job, there was a game they went in. I can't remember which one it was. There was a game they went into where they said, we don't even want you as a backup quarterback right. in this game. Yeah, we don't need you. So if Alex Smith, yeah, if, we, you so can if stay Alex here. Smith, he goes down. Kyle Allen, he goes down, which has happened in the NFL where your, your right. first two quarterbacks do go down. It has happened. Well, and especially if Alex Smith is one of those quarterbacks, you probably are going to keep your third quarterback on the roster most weeks. Right. You know, you know no, no, nothing against exactly. Alex Smith. I, I want the best exactly. guy. But it's not like you can count on self You're, right exactly. now. Exactly. You know? They say, you know what? We're better off with the two quarterbacks we have and whatever next wide receiver who has thrown a pass in their life, we're happy with him yeah. better than you. Continue. Yeah. So, 
So now fast forward to him getting named the starter again because of this set injury. And like you said, he, he went and celebrated at the strip club and got filmed, you know, being maskless and all of that, which, you know, ignoring the simple, easy jokes about being maskless in a strip club. And that's how you get pink eye and all that fun <laughs> stuff. Oh my God. But, <laughs> but that like, <laughs> but the fact that what they did was they fined him 40 K, which I guess is significant for him. Cause he's probably not making right. a ton. Um, but that he's no longer a captain. Like that is the most like, College no, my- Bobby Bowden making a guy run the steps of the stadium Here's as a punishment bullshit. I've ever who heard. Who are you captain to? Who who like okay? So if for me, if I make you, you're the quarterback. So as the leader of the team, you're automatically the leader of the team. I get it. You get the C on your chest because you're the leader of the team. You're the focus of the team. You are the face of the team. The second you get demoted to third string or even backup. That C comes off your chest because you're no longer a leader. You're no longer the captain. Yeah, he's been, I mean, he hasn't been the captain the whole time he's been on the bench. He's just – they made him a captain again when they named him the starter. I, I still wouldn't put the C back on his chest because you're not the, you're not the starter. You're just, right now, you're the fill-in. You're the backup. I'm not giving you the C. So – yeah, but they don't know. That whole situation is fluid. So, like, you, you do what you can to build confidence in the guy to maybe no, a you earn that. You, you earn it. Because, I mean, like I said, no, I, I don't that. know. But, like, in a smack ass division like the NFC East, like, it, right now, everyone's just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Like, no one's, no one has yeah. a plan. Not, not the Giants, not the Eagles, not the Cowboys, not, not the Washington football team. None of them really have a plan. They're all kind of wading into it hoping that a win will save someone's respective job. I mean, that's really what it is in there. And I think I, I get where you're coming from. Like in a, in a regular football situation, sure. You want the guy to earn it. You want to have a guy who goes out there who commands res- the respect of his peers, the guys that are going out there and they want to play and win for this quarterback. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly there, but like you're talking about a team that's literally <laughs> way sub 500 right now and still has a chance to like walk out with a division win and, that's significant, you know, like maybe not for like the Giants, maybe not for the Eagles, maybe not for the Cowboys, but for a team like Washington it's significant. that struggled it's for so long. That is significant. It's significant. It so I agree. I, and I think, I think, and I think for them, that's a move in the right direction. So, I mean, I kind of, you're not wrong in your assessment. I'm just saying, I kind of see the psyche behind it, like where they're thinking, all right, this is what we're left with. We need this guy to perform. We need him to be at his peak. Let's make you know you don't, you're not going to go out there and like win a game if the guy thinks that you don't believe right. in him. I, I you know, get like it. you need to believe that the coach it, believes in you. You need to believe that the organization. I mean, you, ha- you listen. Sometimes that's what it is, I man. It. Sometimes you got a shit yeah, sandwich it. and it's the best meal yeah. in front of you. Yeah, I get it on hard bread. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. <laughs> so that's my idiot. Ben, that's I'll fine. go. My idiots are. I know. No, I, I know that. that you want. You're, and yours is twofold, so I'm going to save you for last because yours is twofold, sir. Okay. I'm just bristling though. I I, need, I know. I, I want the momentum somewhere. I promise. No, I'll I be fast, man. I promise. To start building. Right. I need the momentum. To, I need it to build. I need the water to start the. You boil. better, Ben. You better talk like at the other end of this conversation lies a Saigon war. <laughs> Go. <laughs> just always a poet. Um, the, the other one that was almost a, an identical scenario, but just almost equally funny and stupid, uh, Deshaun Watson did the same thing. Sean Watson got caught being, you know, maskless, you know, not following COVID protocols. What makes his almost equally or, or just similarly funny is it was at a restaurant that he is opening himself. So he is the he is the owner and proprietor of this restaurant as a new business venture. And to kick it off in the middle of a pandemic, he decided it was good not to follow COVID protocols and get caught doing it. Bro, I wish um, his face was on the sign. <laughs> it's just it, like I just can't get over how stupid these guys are are being just I get why we've talked about it. These guys feel like they're invincible and that kind of thing. But it's just, come on, how much do you have to learn your lesson well, this year guess, between not only what's in the NFL, but what's but in just, society? Wait, 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 it's just, it's the age of camera. just him. It wasn't just him. Six other players was at the restaurant yeah, that he yeah. told to come down. Yep. Now, he, I guess he yep. fixed it and said, I'll pay the fines, you guys. Because if it was me, I'm like, yes, you are. 
I mean, I guess that's 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 where he deserves the C because he's taking leadership, that's, right? Right, right. There's there's sure. where his leadership popped in and went. You know what? I'll just pay the fines, guys. Stop. You just. Maybe, you know what? Maybe maybe they do deserve Marvin Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> say, maybe he heard that Marvin Lewis was on his way in. And he's like, my career's fucked. I'm gonna go ahead and make all the money I can right now. I'm gonna yeah, throw I'm my gonna face go. on some yep. some shitty Americana yep, restaurant. Just... He's selling fried pickle chips, <laughs> and uh, that's basically how he's how he's paying for his kids' braces. And, and, and you know what? I, I might as well just go ahead and try to get COVID the best way I can because I can't take this no more. This is some bull right here. <laughs> yeah. If I can't get it regular, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna force myself to get it because Marvin Lewis is maybe coming. Ah, that is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so he is, he is, he is top of the list. He has got to be top of the list. All right, Matt. Yours is twofold. Right. You have two idiots on your list. Well, I got a couple idiots, man. But I mean, I'm gonna try to like, <laughs> I'm gonna try to go slow and not let like my anger take co- take control of the conversation <laughs> oh, oh here. God. But like. <laughs> I'm going to start like, I'll start small, you know, this is um, going to be, this is going to be interesting. All right. Here, idiot number one. And you guys know, I kind of have a bone to pick every week here is, is just the general Eagles fan. I, I, I don't know how many of you that I've spoken to, especially in these last couple of weeks that have you, your, your opinion, it moves as fluidly through the air as a fart. Oh noise. my God. I've never, ever <laughs> had a less, conversation with somebody about football than I have had with most Eagles fans. Listen, I want you to win the division. It's not a joke. You obviously want the division. But the reasons that you want a division are so stupid and twisted and convoluted. One, let me just say that just because it happened once before doesn't mean that it's going to happen again. I get it. Nick Foles took you to a Super Bowl. You really think this shit stack of a team <laughs> behind Jalen Hurts? What, what are you talking about? Lightning's easy to it catch is. in the bottle. Yeah, you think? Oh, sure, sure. You really think that this team is going to power tube. through teams like the Saints, the Chiefs, dude? I, the Steelers would roll you. Like, just give it a break, man. Yeah, I, it's okay to be proud of your team, but it's real bad when you can't be like objectively critical. All right, number two. Do you understand what it means? Like, you win the pennant, that's great. You can hang a shitty banner in your solar-powered stadium on the side of that crap-ass highway that leads to one of your two asshole bridges, Ugh. all right? You, you literally throw yourself 15 draft picks later. The difference between just losing and, t- and take, taking it on the chin and saying, you know what, we're amongst a bunch of losers Let's just let's blend in and hope that we're not the ones that are stared at the hardest and and move forward. Um, instead, you you are you're willing. The, the best draft pick you can get is twenty one. Oh and if you come out and you fuck up and win another game, we're talking close to thirty. <laughs> we're talking like the wrong side of twenty five. Like when when you can no longer get a modeling job, you know, like it's it's just it's stupid. So like. Listen, I don't mean this as like a jerk, but at the same time, like get your heads out of your asses. It's tough to talk to a fan that like is so in love with their team that you can't even see the fact that she's banging other dudes. <laughs> so well, no, they're doing it, and they're doing it, and she and you're in their room watching and enjoying it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're wearing a Superman shirt. This, this is going to a different place. Oh, the, the the last idiot corner. We'll just hit it quick because we didn't talk about it. Our man oh, Josh Gordon. Gosh. You know what, oh, though? Oh, yeah, man. No, you know he, what, though? he should be I in the ego back, hard back up corner. This because I think for, for Josh Gordon, it's more than just him being, quote, unquote, an idiot. So he, he is definitely a bona fide. He has, <laughs> an, he has an addiction. And that addiction, of course, has ruined and, and, and absolutely killed lives. It's just the fact that and when you have an addiction like that, no money, no status, you could be an NFL player, you could be a CEO of another company. It doesn't matter. That addiction takes over all of that. You don't see who you are. You just see that drug of choice. And unfortunately, un- unfortunately for him, he is one of those play. He is one of those people, not players. He's one of those people. He's one of the people. He's one of those people that his addiction has taken over his whole life. And there's not a football game, there's not any amount of money that can get rid of that addiction. So, yes, is he an idiot as a football player? Yes, because it's like, you know, this is a game that's not guaranteed or promised to anybody on this planet 
and you have abused it. And he's just throwing away. You're nothing throwing promise, it away. But, but you're but right. That addiction it, it, has just taken over the player. Yeah, it's it's clear with him. It's not a it's not a I just want to do it thing. It's a it's, it's a, a problem. problem. That, it yes, is a problem. Good. And he shouldn't focus on reinstatement. He should just retire, take his money, retire, and just work on clearing up his addiction. Because there was another person like that that almost was out of the league and he fixed himself. And I don't even think that he's helping him anymore. And that's Chris Carter. And I remember watching him on um, when he was with First Things First before he got fired. And because he's an ass. And he he reached out to Josh and was like, Josh, look, I, I've been there. You know, I I almost derailed my career. Let's fix this so you can play again. And it's like, no, he's a, he's pet. Yeah, he's like, hire a friend that will take the fall for you and keep smoking <laughs> crack. He did. His Chris Carter's position. I'm so glad you said it. I was going to say He did. But, at, but when, he was, when he was facing those addiction problems, which was real when he was with Buddy Ryan, you know, he had to he had to turn his life around look, to look, do what that. you have to give Carter credit for is whether it whether it was by by pinning it on someone else or whether it was by actually getting on the straight and narrow for a while. He did become a model citizen in the NFL for a good long while. And and again, whether it was a mirage or whether it was legitimate, there's there's credit now, he, for he, that. He, he has opened um, up and talked about, you know, every day it's a struggle for me, even though I've been clean X amount of years. It's still a struggle for me every yeah. single day, and I gotta fight these demons every single day because this addiction is more than just "ooh, I want to smoke that" or "ooh, I want to do that." It's controlled his. It's he hasn't. It controlled part of his yeah. life, and he made it a point to let it not control his life any longer. Josh Gordon is in a spot where it is controlling his life. Forget football. Yeah. That's just forget totally, totally football fair. at this point because yep. football is not important. Your life, as and if anybody who is struggling with that is listening, your life is more important than the game, than the money, than the notoriety, than any of that. So the life is more important. Is he an idiot as a football player? Yeah, he's an idiot as a football player. But, you he know, is. Is. because he's trying – what he's trying to do is he's trying to mask the habit by playing football, and you can't do it. And that addiction is rising up so fast that now at this point it's like, why should we – every year we go, why should he come back? Why should he come back? Because Why should he come back? How many chances is this now? He failed with, he failed with Cleveland three times. He failed with the, he failed with the Patriots yep. twice. He's now failed with Seattle. Yep. Three times. So yep. at what point do you say, okay, Josh, look, I know you want to play football, but I'm telling you as Roger Goodell, I'm telling you as Roger Goodell that you're not fit to play this sport and this addiction is just taking over your life and you really have to deal with that first before doing anything else. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll give you, you know, when you're clean, maybe we'll put you in front of people and you can tell your story of how you became clean. But right now, Football is not. You just shouldn't. I'm, I'm telling you to retire. Well, at least everyone can take away something from this. I mean, and that is that cocaine is a hell of a <laughs> Yes, job. it is. It is. <laughs> it is. Amen. So with that being said, we had our sentimental <laughs> and, moment. And we're going to run through these picks really quick because we're running out of time. We have. I'm sorry, can I shift gears game. real quick before we oh, do picks? Just I didn't to... know we had a Christmas game. Just, just. Just to, just to be in the, in the spirit of, of the, the year and whatnot, there's a great story. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, Prince of Mukamara, he donated he, – he has been doing DoorDash on his own as of just a regular delivery driver. And with all the money that he earned from that during the pandemic when Arizona was on lockdown, he donated all that money to his foundation. And I guess it's over $300,000. And it, along with his two sisters wow. who did the same thing, they basically made it like a big like competition amongst the family. But this is a professional football player who's gotten paid in oh, no, serious wait. ways, um, you know, from, from two different franchises. Hold on. And, and who, uh, you know, is, is doing this. Hold on. I was like, just hold, a, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Yeah. Hold that's on. A, that's out. a nice story. 300 grand from yep. DoorDash? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 300, you're, I'm sorry. 300 deliveries, say, 30 grand. God, dog, it. 300,000 for DoorDash? I'm quitting my job today. I'm going to DoorDash. If I can make 300,000. Yeah, like $1,000 a delivery. Damn, though. If I can make 300 grand doing DoorDash, yeah, I'm quitting my job right now. So he yeah. said 30,000. 300 deliveries, so he did, 30 grand. Hundred dollars delivery. Sorry, he did. He did. Sucks. He did thirty. He yeah. did thirty thousand, which is that's that's fantastic. I mean, um, if yeah. Prince of Mukamura, and then and then his sisters did the, like the same kind of thing, and they took all the money and matched it up and and donated it to his uh, his foundation that he works for. So that's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty pretty cool in a pandemic. Pretty cool thing for them to do. Former giant, right? and nobody would know. And really, because it because it is. It's contactless. You know, nobody really would know that he's really yeah. doing it. It's not uh it's not something yeah. he's trying to broadcast, you know, that's a perfect time to do it. Yeah. I mean you, like you wouldn't necessarily even know. Like I, I sometimes I don't even nope, see the I person don't know. I would know. I always look him in the eye because I feel like I could tell if they spit oh, in my, my stuff. God. All right, we're moving, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games. We have one Friday game. We have one, two, three Saturday games. And the rest are Sunday games. So we're going to run through these really quick. And we're going to get out of your way. Christmas. Vikings at the Saints. Saints. Yeah, I'm going to go Saints. Saturday game. Yeah, Drew Brees was back last week and he, he wet the bed. And not to mention the whole Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins drama that's exploded lately. That, that's yeah, probably true. the show because I didn't know anything about it. Anyway, Bucks in the Lions. Bucks. Bucks. I'm going to go Bucks. Although Tom Brady hates the cold now. <sighs> 49ers. Tom Brady doesn't like anything. He doesn't like shaking hands. He doesn't he like said, playing He there. said the yeah, reason I mean... why he would go down to Miami. <laughs> it's in Detroit, which is a dumb The reason why he would go down to Miami and lose is because, you know, playing up in New England all the time and playing in all of these cold weather games, he would go down to Miami and it was hard to adjust uh, to the cold, uh, to the hot weather, the warm weather, he could never adjust, and he loves it down there in Florida now. So he's never going back to a cold, uh, cold weather team. Yeah, but but he's playing in Detroit, which is a dumb cold at some point. Listen, listen, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not taking logic into things. Okay, I was gonna say it's it's very cold walking from the car to the stadium. I know, so, and I'm so, and I'm like, you know, Tom Brady point, has people carry point, him. A floor, at some point, you're not going to sit up there and play all LA teams or all my uh, uh, Florida teams every week. You got to go to a cold stadium at some point. Anyway, going forward, 49ers at the Cardinals. Now, now Cardinals. Josh Rosen is on the 49ers right now, so he might play. Cardinals. All right, Cardinals by Cardinals by like more. Than <laughs> they signed him. They signed him a couple days ago. Josh Rosen. Yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals by yeah. double digits now. If Jay- you, you don't you don't believe in the revenge game? I don't believe in Josh Rosen. I actually kind of like Josh <laughs> Rosen, but that's okay. I'm going, I don't know. I I'm don't still going. The fire of twenty menorahs burns in his heart. He's never going to be a great quarterback. <laughs> I'm Cardinals. Wow. Oh man! All right, so here's a good one. Here's a good one. Dolphins and Raiders. Dolphins at the Raven. At I'm the Raiders. And I already know where you're going, Ben. So it's it's not a big deal. I mean, so. So you know how I've been. I'm not picked against Miami plenty this year. And you guys know how I was earlier in the season. You know, like I mean, there, there's there's some defensible things about the Raiders. There's some indefensible things about them. But like I would just my thing is at this point in the season, if I were putting money on it, I'm going to lean towards the team that's been playing more consistently, and that's that's the Dolphins. Who's playing right quarterback now. right now um, for for the Raiders? Who's their backup? Uh, Mariota. Mariota. Yeah, Mariota. He's not bad. He looked pretty good in uh, the last. The last no, he looked uh, all right. And, and honestly, I, I, I'd almost rather be playing against Carr because of you know just what Mariota brings is a difference. But I still think he's you know a subpar quarterback. And I agree with Matt. I think the Dolphins they're they're, they're playing good football yeah. right now. They're playing good football against decent teams, and and they they held out a bunch of players last week against the Patriots because they didn't think they needed they them didn't. to beat the Patriots, and they didn't. 
Um, and and they're, they're getting those guys back. You're going to see Parker back. You're going to see Gasecki back. You're going to see, see they're playing Grant smart back. football though. They're like they're also playing smart football. They're playing up to their opponents. Yeah, they're they like if you watch the Dolphins, yeah. man, like like all of a sudden you'll hear you, you'll hear these things. And, and I'm I'm the furthest thing from like you know any sort of fan with the AFC. So I, I couldn't care less. No offense, but uh, you know in, in, in all reality though, like you'll hear they'll be like oh the Dolphins their running game is struggling or whatever. And then all of a sudden they'll they'll bang out of the gate and establish a strong running presence and then let the pass game do the rest of it. Like Tua has proven himself to be an efficient quarterback. I think he's pretty good. I mean, I, I don't want to say that he's going to be great. Uh, sky's the limit though, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he's shown enough athleticism and talent and all that stuff. It's just interesting to see the dolphins, you know, like, and forgive me for this, Ben, but perennial losers, like literally like no, fair. guy, this team has struggled for so many years. I mean, they've been, you know, uttered with this in the same breath it as just, the Browns, the Lions, it, the Jets, like that. even the Bills before the Bills yeah. were good. Right. And now you see 100%. them turn around. It's like it's impressive to not only see them play well, but to see them play well week after week. There's a consistency in the way that they're approaching. They the finally game. got it right. I mean, when you look at the Dolphins, Cleveland, well, I- even the even and I'm going to say this, even the Giants. When you look at those three teams and their coaching staff, they got the head coach in place. So you you, you have Stefanski mm-hmm. in Cleveland. You have uh, yeah, Flores nice. in Miami. You have Joe Judge in mm-hmm. in New York. And those and those teams that were dumpster fire teams that when you looked at them, they were just a joke. Now, when they have the good coaching staff and the good GM, aside from the Giants that don't have the GM yet, but no. <clears throat> when you have it, you don't have to have a whole bunch of quote unquote stars to win. You just need that coaching staff to mold those players to get them to do what you want them to do. And in Miami, you know, I've been I've been saying it since the beginning of the season when they were drafting, and I'm like, you're going to see them make a whole lot of noise. You're going to see them that defense is just going to be the ones to hold them together. It really did start and, to pop, man. And right now, yeah. honestly. The Dolphins are probably the scariest team in the AFC to go into the playoffs, hands down. And if they speak, I told you, and I said this before, Wait, they're the sca- with the Chiefs. They're the yeah, what I'm I say. That's what I'm saying to you. Everybody assumes that the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl, but that's not being the scariest team in the in the playoffs. The scariest team in the playoffs is the team that nobody wants to face. And I guarantee you, the Kansas City Chiefs. I get what you're saying. It's like, it's like, like, like the year the Giants went to the Super Bowl. They right, were not the best right. team. No one had them pegged for it. But they were that team that was like, man, they just don't want to face the Dolphins yeah, again. Yeah. They don't want to do it. I, I, I'm, 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 and, and honestly, as much as I think Kansas City is definitely the best team, as much as I think they're the best team, I definitely think oh, that beatable. the Dolphins can they can hang with they're them. Be, I, they're beatable. I, I don't want to say that, like I think I don't want to put them on the same level. And, it's, and no offense, Ben, I don't want to say like I look at the at the Dolphins and I look at the Chiefs and I think they're on. I think the Chiefs are on a different level. Do I think that you could beat the Chiefs? Like you, you know, the Dolphins. Absolutely. Sure. I absolutely think that. Yeah, I do. I think it's a real possibility. I agree. One hundred percent. I think. I think. I think. In like in that situation where it's in any given, given Sunday, like let's say we applied it to like basketball rules, where you're playing the playing the best out of seven. I, I think I think that's where right. I think that's where you would see the yeah. Chiefs really take the edge, but yep. <laughs> I think right now the Dolphins. No, Dolphins no, are I, I, I agree. The Dolphins are punching up, and I don't think there's any there's any I debate think that in that. The Dolphins. The reason why they're like that is because they create. They are, or they create too many matchup problems with too many teams in the National Football League. They just create too many matchup problems, and you know you could say, oh well. This team beat that team, so this team can't beat this team. Well, it's all about matchups. It's always been about matchups yeah. in any sport that you look at. Basketball, football, 100%. hockey, baseball, it doesn't matter. And honestly, Kansas City, Kansas City also has a big question mark in what's happening at their running That's back right. position because they took some bad right. losses at that spot in the last and game. That was, that was rough. You know, I don't guy. think. He's no, not a Le'Veon Le- 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 Bell's the dude who got paid. Le'Veon Bell's the dude who got paid. Was and like, he wants he I'm wants retired, he wants the ride. He wants the ride. He wants that ride. He didn't want to be the number one. He was okay with not being the number one. And he thought the Kansas City was going to go back and repeat. And that's why he went because he wants that shady McCoy. He treatment. Want, that's what he wants. 
That's what he wants. He ain't getting it. So I, I, I am. But, but I he, am he's picking, hurt too. I am picking the Dolphins over the Raiders. Um, I, I definitely want to see that secondary matchup with the with Rugs and Miami secondary because Rugs still can run you out of any any stadium in America. But but also to see what to see what Howard did to to Tariq Hill. Yeah, that's you a know different, he, that's a, you know I. He's gonna get. A, he's gonna get his one. That's fair for for rugs and and Hill, um, you know. Yep. But at the end of the day, I, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm I would not, love to see that secondary matchup against those receivers. Let, let, let me just ask you this: is not not to kind of derail the picks too much, but we talked about it a little bit before about the defensive MVP. I, I I said I don't know that I could say Xavier Howard over Aaron Donald. Let me just ask you: after Aaron Donald put up the game that he put up against a team like the Jets, which was not a good game, and he did not show up, and he did not play to, to his superstar level. And I think he's otherworldly. But when you look at that compared to, again, Xavier Howard going up against Tyreek Hill, and that interception that he made against Tyreek Hill was just insanely good. And, I, I, I you know, going against Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, that Xavier Howard came out the better of that. And then in the following week against the Patriots, he didn't get an interception, but he forced a fumble. Like that's a guy who really should be looked at as a potential, potential defensive MVP. And the reason being is because should he? But should he? I understand he won't because Aaron Donald's no. the name. But yeah, but Aaron Donald's the truth though too. I, I mean, mean, don't get me wrong. Like at, Xavier Howard, he's he's great, but he's can you say he's Aaron Donald great? I don't know that you can. Not yet. Yeah, but can you say that Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald great when there's been games that he's not been Aaron Donald no, but great? I whereas there's that, not like, been Tom a game. Brady's been Tom Brady great when he's gotten it. You know, like it's like no, no. I'm saying look at look at Xavier Howard's numbers, especially through you know the the, the last <clears throat> yeah, but that's six, six eight, eight games. That's six eight games. But I mean, even all right? year. But Aaron Donald, yeah, he's had a hiccup here and there. But is that a hiccup because he played bad, or was that a hiccup because or he didn't get the numbers because? They schemed completely a, or for him, where they doubled him and they tripled I mean, him, that's and they him, and they did this and they did that, and they ran away from him, and they got the ball out too fast, and he couldn't do this. And he see when you when you have when you have a player that does that that's fair doesn't have the numbers because you scheme for him not to get the numbers because he disrupts your team so much. When he does get the numbers, it's like Jesus, this dude is just he's getting doubled and tripled. And he's still getting the numbers. Whereas Howard is on an kind of like it's on an island. That's why I couldn't understand why Gilmore got it over Donald last year. Well, because Donald didn't have a great but year. At last the end, year. But he still got he I think he got schemed out of his numbers. Yeah, but I mean, he just he just didn't have the numbers last year. They were a bad, bad team. They were on a team that wasn't looked at nationally. You know, the goal, I, those I, things, like you know? I said, I still think that he is probably the best football player in football right now. Because I there's because you have because you have I to do too out much there. for him not to get his numbers. You have to triple him. You yeah, you're to, scheming against I mean, Iron Donald. You have to man. triple really him. You are, have to you're... chip him. You have to get the ball out. We got to get the. I don't know that you're not screaming against Xavier Howard at this point, but I I, I understand. I just want to throw it out there here, as a question. You're not going to. I agree. You're not going to sit up here and throw at Xavier Howard forty times. You're just not going to do it because you're you're asking for trouble. You're committing quarterback suicide yeah. if you're throwing to his side forty times. You're just not doing it. So it's going to be close. I'm not going to say that he's going to run away with the with the with the award. And if Howard does get it, he'll deserve it because he earned it. He'll, he'll, he, he has earned it. So it's not like he's just pedaling around getting two interceptions and they give it to him. So he, he'll fair. earn it. So I'm going to go Dolphins. So we're, we're all clear on at least yeah, the first Dolphins. four, four games. Yeah. And we'll probably yeah. – and Kevin, we're at five minutes yep, And we're definitely going to be um, an agreement on the next three. So Giants at Ravens. If God gives a shit about my like well-being, it'll be the Ravens. I'm going. Oh man, this is tough because 
you know, Lamar Jackson can't really throw. You know, and I think that and the Giants can't score touchdowns. So I mean, can, it'll I don't be think a, that he, a really mediocre I don't think day. He can throw on outside the numbers. I think you know if they shut that middle down, he's gonna have a tough game. The Giants' defense is still good. I, 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 I'm going Baltimore just because I don't know that I believe that Daniel Jones is is actually healthy again. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be close. Cool, oh, why even yeah. why even rush Jones back? Well, Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, there was a full healthy Daniel Jones. I see what you did there, Matt. I see what you did. Um, yeah, we're in agreement with that one. Ravens, Falcons, and Chiefs. Now, go ahead and do Raheem Morris. Go ahead. Chiefs. No, I mean, it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a much better yeah, team. The Chiefs, man. The Chiefs last two yeah, games. No I don't even think that they're going to, they're going to go 15-1. and one. Uh, Chiefs. Browns at the Jets. Are they going to make it two in a row? No. No. <laughs> hey, we picked the Rams. Nah, the, <laughs> the Browns, the Browns are did, like playing. We didn't the confident Baker Mayfield. Look, they, they beat the, look, they were. Listen, I'll be rooting so hard for the Jets this week. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I mean, but look. it's not going to happen. Because both if, if the Jets win, it hurts the Browns, which helps the Dolphins, and it hurts the Jets because they'll fall even farther That's true. down the draft board. So I hope that happens, but it's yeah, not I'm gonna going to happen. With, I'm going with Baker. I, can't, I told you, I'm not, going to, I'm not rooting for the Jets for the rest of the season because they smoked me too many times. Uh, hmm. Bears and Jags. Bears. Bears. Jags. You're going to long wolf it. You're yeah. going to long wolf it. Although – I. You, you believe in uh, some combination of Gardner Minshew on, and, and on, Mike no, Clinton? I don't believe in either of those teams. I'm just uh, taking a gamble. Yeah, because okay. they haven't announced who the starting quarterback uh, is man. yet. They're like, I mean, the running back could be, either it could be Tim Tebow tomorrow. I'm still the, run, the, the running back is going to get his numbers, but I'm still going Bears. He's hurt, I'm too. Bears. They don't know if he's going to play. I, I'm going Bears. All right, here we you, you know that, Matt, right? Robinson might be out. I do. Bears. All right. Okay. Just it's the Bears, man. The, the Bears. The Bears have won some games this season in spite of themselves. That's fair. You know? I just, like it's just. I feel. I feel like Mitch knows he's playing for a contract for next year, and he's right. playing good Mitch, right now. Mitch has been playing for a contract for a minute, and he hasn't given a shit. All right, so here we go. Okay. So next game is going to be Bengals and Texans. Future game number one. I'm going Cincinnati. We're on the Cincinnati. Let's go. Cincinnati. Riding the Cincinnati Bengal train. Let's go. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Houston. I knew it. I knew he was going to maskless. I, just, I believe that Finley is going to be able to do it twice in a row. And Cincinnati, I think, is going to be feeling themselves off a of Pittsburgh win. And They might. Houston, I, you know, I, just, I just think Deshaun Watson's a good player. If he wins, I'm wearing a mask to, the, to, to our next show. Uh, Colts <laughs> and Steelers. Colts. Colts. That's easy. Colts. <laughs> Panthers. I mean, it, it's not a it's not a lock, but it's you know they're 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 the better team right now for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Now, Absolutely. Didn't, didn't practice two days this week, so there's a chance he doesn't play. If it's not Philip Rivers, I think I'm going Steelers. But eh, he'll play. I think he'll play. Yeah, I think he, I think it's it, this is you know he's an old man and they're managing it. But yeah, Panthers at WTF. I'm at WFT. Future wow. game number two. <laughs> Panthers um, at WTF. Let's go. This is a this is a this is a if this then that game. Okay. If it's Alex Smith, I'm going Washington. If it's anyone else, I'm going Carolina. No, uh, Dwayne Haskins is starting. They have named the starter. He is Are starting. You, I saw I positive. Is, is McCaffrey official. back? No, McCaffrey. I no, don't think. he is out. He's yeah, done. I'm going Washington. But. but Dwayne Haskins is officially the starter for Sunday's game. Still going Washington. Teddy Bridgewater ain't going to be able to handle that defense. Washington. I I did not see the same report you did, so I'm still hedging on if Alex Smith plays, I'm going Washington. If Dwayne Haskins plays or anyone else, I'm going Carolina. You know what? I'm going to go with WTF. I'm in. WFT, because I think their defense is. I think their defense is still going to keep them in the game, even if Dwayne Haskins implodes. Um, Broncos at Chargers. Chargers. Really? 
I have no faith in the Broncos, man. I don't think Drew Locke is anything special. Yeah, but their defense is still playing really well. Chargers, really? Yeah, I do. I'm going Broncos. Yeah, I'm going Broncos. It's it's tight, but I'm going Broncos. I think that the, I think that the Broncos are going to give Herbert some fits. I think so. Yeah, if, I mean, if I guess if the receivers can catch the ball and they can establish a run, sure. All right. Putrid game number two. God, I don't even want to take this one. Eagles at Cowboys. Yeah. Eagles. I'm actually going Dallas. I think they, they played decently last week. I think Philadelphia is going to come a little bit back down to earth. You know, I think some of the, the shines off the rose there and uh, – down back to earth. Those eagles fly so high, Ben. <laughs> You're just picking eagles because you want them to win the division. Oh, desperately, <laughs> desperately. And I also want them to release Man, Carson Wentz before, the, Carson, before the league year. If Carson Wentz was playing, I'd pick Cowboys all day. But Mike Nolan does not know how to scheme a defense. He has a four-three defense playing three-four. And wait, 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 wait. He doesn't have to change any anything he's planning for. It's the same playbook. <laughs> this is true, but and I think that Hertz is just gonna he's just gonna he's gonna look down he's gonna look at, out on the field he's gonna see his first receiver not open he's just gonna run he's gonna run and run and run like this is Alabama versus LSU he's not gonna throw I'm picking the Eagles because the Cowboys defense is just so putrid God they're it's putrid but it's been it's been playing better recently. Can't do it, man. I can't. All right, what else we got? Rams or Seahawks? <laughs> Seahawks. Seahawks. Rams. Do you think they come back with a vengeance? Absolutely. Absolutely. After losing to the Jets, Aaron Donald's going to have 10 sacks. <laughs> I, think yeah, I, I, think, I think Seattle sees the, the divisions in sight. They want to lock that up. I think they have a better quarterback. I think they, they put they it together. They a quarterback. But they have a putrid defense, and I think that the Rams are going to score. They're going to score a lot because they didn't score against the Jets. I couldn't believe it, but they didn't. I'm, I'm still going Seattle. Here's, yeah, a good, here's a good one. Titans at the Packers. This Packers. is a really good game. Yes. Yeah, it is for Packers. I'm going Packers, but it wouldn't shock me at all to see Tennessee just grind it and just Aaron Rodgers will be sitting there on the sideline looking mad. And that's well, why, Henry will run for and 600 yards. That's that why I'm picking the Titans because the Packers defense is not going to stop Derrick Henry. The, the other thing is it's the Sunday night game and Rodgers usually shows up in the prime time. So I'm going the Packers as well. But again, it wouldn't shock me at all to see it go the other way. He'll show up when he gets on the field, but that he they are gonna they're gonna run 50 times if they have to. This is gonna be the real test for the Packers to show if they are, in fact, the best playoff team for the NFC. Like, this is going to be the oh, game to agreed. show, can they, can they hold up to any of the, the running attacks that are out there? Agreed, all the way. I am with you 120%, because when they go into the playoffs, they're just, they're, they have, there's going to be a bunch of running teams. Not like the Titans, but they're going to they're gonna have to stop that run. And I don't think that they're going to they, – they're not going to stop Derrick Henry. They're just not. I think they want that home field advantage, and I think they're they're going to play their asses off to get it. And it's it's Aaron Rodgers in prime time, so I'm going to be back. Yeah, I'm, I'm lone wolf in that one. Titans. Okay. And I lone wolf the Rams. And what else did I lone wolf? The, we got one more. We got Buffalo, New England. Did I lone wolf the Buffalo. Washington? Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo sweeps yeah. the Patriots. I want them to lose. So Buffalo, and I hope they lose by a hundred. So, so my lone wolves are the two, the two uh, Texas teams. I got Houston and Dallas. I, I do not feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did the, I did the Washington football team. I think, and I, yeah, did, your lone wolves are, and I did the Rams, and I did the Titans. You got Jacksonville, and you got Chargers. No, no, and no, you no. Got, no, 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 Those are Matt's. Those are Matt's lone wolf. He's got Jacksonville and the Chargers, uh, and you've got the Rams, Tennessee. And Washington, I think. And, no, I took Washington. Oh, you did? Yeah, you did yeah I took Washington. Even, even with Dwayne Haskins, I take. 
Washington. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it for you, Kevin. I you did, got... I did, I did. Yes, right. That's right. That's the right. Rams, Tennessee, and that's it. So those of our picks for this week, uh, we have one more week to go. Um, these games are really getting tight, and we are going to be um, going forward with our playoff series next week. Um, by next week, we should be seeing some more playoff teams get in. Uh, hopefully, if, if our picks go 100%, well, except for the lone wolf picks, then you're going to see the, 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 the playoffs really start to shape up, and maybe we can look at some of the matchups. And maybe next week. So tune in next week while we start breaking more of these playoff games and scenarios down. Uh, but for me, Ben and Matt, we bid you adieu and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Go Fins. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I want to thank everyone for joining us on the Pigskin Pandemic Podcast. We are available now on Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you usually find your favorite podcasts. Please tell your friends, leave us any comments you have about the show, and a five-star rating would be great. You can also find us now on our Facebook page. I want to thank you all for listening, and remember, please wear a mask and stay safe out there.